Our deacons this weekend are on the diocesan retreat for deacons. I appreciate all of what they do for me, especially reading these long gospels. I got three down and 5.30 to go. And then I thought I lost the book of the gospels and I just remained calm. It's gotta be here somewhere. I can memorize Gospels, but not 45 verses. So that was a 45-verse Gospel we heard, kind of preparing us for next Sunday. We will hear 128 verses when we listen to the Passion on Palm Sunday. But comparatively, it's still a shorter Gospel. It's this story of Nazareth, of Lazarus, by the way, It's the story of Lazarus from Bethany. Bethany now is just a couple miles south of Jerusalem. I've walked that road. Many of us can perhaps next year when we go walk that road from Jerusalem to Bethany. Lazarus is a friend of Jesus. He is the brother of Martha and Mary. He has become suddenly ill, and he died. So our Lord hears of this and comes to the area of Judea, to Bethany. He comforts the sisters. He experiences their grief. He feels emotion for the loss of his friend, and he cries. And then he raises Lazarus from the dead. This is a powerful gospel. From my childhood, I've always thought it to be kind of a spooky gospel. I remember as a little boy at St. Joseph's Catholic School in Williston, seeing images like this one, this mummified man coming to life in front of Jesus, maybe eerie. Is the, is the proper identification of it. It's a real eerie story. But there's one thing missing in this story. In the last two Sundays, we've heard the story of the Samaritan woman at the well and the story of the man born blind. In, in both of those stories, our Lord has a very credible and he, he has a very profound conversation with them. In this eerie story, Lazarus remains silent. He doesn't say a word. Surely, having been raised from the dead, he he at least would have said thank you to Jesus for raising him from the dead. You would think it's probably just not recorded. But what about, what about the cemetery crowd? If I was in that cemetery crowd, there's information I need from Lazarus. I would have asked, Lazarus, what is it like being dead? What did you see? What did you hear? What did you do for 96 hours in your tomb? Lazarus, what is it like to die? 
Maybe we don't hear anything from Lazarus so that we can focus on the words of our Lord. And there are three things our Lord said that I think prepare us well for Holy Week. The first thing our Lord said, and the Gospel said, he said it clearly, Lazarus is dead. Our Lord calls a spade a spade. And what is said of Lazarus will in just a matter of time be said of all of us. It will be said of me. Patrick is dead. Lent is not just the perfect time to think about. Lent is the perfect time to pray about the most basic reality of life. And the most basic reality of life is death. And so our Lord has to declare Lazarus dead because the road to the resurrection is through the tunnel of death. There is no life without death. In our spiritual life, there is no joy without suffering. We cannot experience any light in our lives without having experienced darkness. Lazarus is dead. And our Lord experienced the sadness of death. All of us have. The second thing our Lord said, and I hear this over and over and over again at funeral masses, our Lord said, I am the resurrection and the life. This surely has to take some of the dread out of the fact that we will die. It has to give us some hope. We believe in the incarnate God who said, I am the resurrection and the life. For people who don't believe in God or our Lord, what do they hold on to? I hold on to our Lord, but I still fear my death. I've spoken honestly with you in the past about my, my fear of dying, my anxiety of my judgment. I know what I saw. Am I going to Am I going to come before our Lord and, and have a perfect judgment? No. Have I used all of the gifts God has given me to the best of my ability? No. Have I done enough? No. Have I been thankful, joyful enough? No. Have I been generous enough? No. I know God is merciful, but God is also justice. Before Pope Paul VI died of cancer, he kind of shook up the world. He has expressed his fear of dying. He expressed the anxiety he had for his soon-to-be judgment. And he was canonized. So that fear is very human, very real, and it's okay because we believe in the resurrection and the life. Thank God we do. 
the final thing our Lord said, and I'm getting to it, he cried out, Lazarus, come out. That moment right there. And then he said, untie him and let him go free. Pope Francis most recently said that we will hear that. Each one of us will hear that. To come out, to be unbound, and to be free. We want to be unbound of our sin, our death, our pride. We want to be free. But if you look at that picture, there's something very unusual about it. Lazarus came out of the tomb, resurrected, wrapped like a mummy. He walked out with his burial bands because he's going to need them again. Lazarus will die again. And remember when our Lord was resurrected from his tomb, the gospel tells us that his burial cloths were wrapped up in a place by themselves. Our Lord didn't need them again after his resurrection because he would never die again. But Lazarus will, and he will be resurrected again by our Lord who will never die again. All right, I think that's enough. You get shorter homilies when I read 45 verses. I want to leave you with this thought something that caught my eye and maybe your ear. We heard three times in that gospel how our Lord was perturbed. When our Lord came to Bethany and walked up to the tomb of his friend, he was troubled. For sure, when our Lord came to Bethany and experienced the death of his friend and the burial of his friend, he was thinking of his own soon-to-be death and burial, and it troubled him. But he still gave thank, he gave thanks to God the Father for having heard the prayer for his friend Lazarus, because he will soon have to hear the prayer for himself on Easter Sunday. And we will soon also hear the voice of the Father when we die that is our prayer. That is our hope. Amen. Let's stand now and profess what we believe.